Welcome to GovInnovator. I'm Andy Feldman. Our topic today is how state education agencies can use internal expertise and partnerships with outside researchers to inform state policy. Our guest is Carrie Conaway of the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Here's a clip. Every year I sit down with the program staff and I say, what is it you need to learn so that you can do your job better? I think about things like where can research be helpful? What are you curious about? What problems do you need to solve? And then we just, every year, we update uh, what we call the learning agenda for the agency. Massachusetts is known as a leader in providing education policymakers with research findings that they can use to improve policy and practices. The state takes a multifaceted approach, including designing a proactive research strategy, increasing internal capacity for research, and creating partnerships with external researchers. To learn more, we're joined by Carrie Conaway. She's the Chief Strategy and Research Officer for the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. She leads the 15-person Office of Planning and Research. Carrie, it's good to have you with us. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me today, Andy. I gave a quick overview in the introduction, but tell us in your own words, how do you describe the goal of your role and the goal of the office? Well, I would say that my job is essentially to improve the education of a million students in the Commonwealth. And the, the way that we do that is by improving systems through research. So my team and I um, work to provide research, analysis, program evaluation, strategic planning, implementation support to the state and, and increasingly to districts so that people have the information that they need to help make these kinds of decisions. One of the strategies that you all use I know is designing a strategic and a proactive research agenda that's tied to the goals of your agency and the governor. Tell us more about that. Well, you're right. It starts with the strategic plan for the agency. Our agency is focused on achieving the goal of success after high school for all students in Massachusetts. And we have a number of strategies that we're using to focus there, things like strengthening curriculum, instruction, and assessment, improving educator effectiveness, things along those lines. And then underneath of those, there's lots of work that goes on in the agency, individual projects that support one or more strategies to help um, accomplish our goal. And so our research agenda really just comes straight from that, from each one of those areas. Every year I sit down with the program staff and I say, what is it you need to learn so that you can do your job better? I think about things like where can research be helpful? What are you curious about? What problems do you need to solve? And then we just every year we update uh, what we call the learning agenda for the agency. And so these questions sometimes are about the educator impact or the student impact of our work. That's often something we're interested in. But it's broader than that. We often are equally as interested in things like um, the variation in implementation across the state because we can learn a lot from the schools that are doing something particularly well or particularly poorly. Or we're trying to figure out where should we target. We can't service everyone, so which schools or districts or types of students or whatever should we focus on. Or we're interested in public perception because we need to know if people have a major concern about something we're doing. We need to know that and we need to know where we're being successful. All that goes into our learning agenda, and then my job really is to figure out how to actually answer those questions in a timely and useful way. That really makes sense. A second strategy that you all use is to increase state internal capacity for research. Tell us more. When I came to the agency 10 years ago, I was the Office of Planning and Research. So relative to 10 years ago, we certainly have increased our state capacity. Even back then, though, we really had quite a bit of bench strength in terms of data analytics and assessment. There are a number of people who have worked in the agency longer than I have who have that kind of skill and interest and ability. 
The thing that I think the Office of Planning and Research brought was a greater emphasis on program evaluation, um, which there was not a whole lot of going on at the time, and a longer-term strategic focus. That's sort of where we've added beyond what would have otherwise happened in the agency. And I have to say, actually, Race to the Top was a real shot in the arm for getting our office to where it is today because I was in charge of developing the agency's proposal. And it turns out that if you put the research director in charge of writing the proposal, you get a lot of money for research. So right. where I really wanted to focus was getting to the point by the end of that program that our program staff were so accustomed to working with evaluators and researchers as sort of the way we do business, that they would want to continue that type of approach to their work even once the grant funding went away. And I think we've really been successful in that. I would say in pretty much every major policy area that Race to the Top focused on, as well as a number of others, we've continued to seek out grants, research partners, projects that help us advance our learning um, to help us keep learning from our work. That is great to hear. Carrie, the final strategy I know you all use is partnerships with external researchers. How does that work? Well, we do this in several ways. In a few key priority areas, we've developed long-term research partnerships, things we've sustained over many years. Literally on my first day of work, we began the longest standing partnership we have, which is our partnership with uh, the School Effectiveness and Inequality Institute at MIT, looking at our charter school policy in the state. So that's going back a decade, and then others that have you know, cropped up as interests and issues came along. But we also have a lot of smaller projects going on that are more focused on a specific question rather than a broad policy area. And that's really where that learning agenda that I described comes in so handy, because it helps us see where we have lots of questions, but we don't have a real good plan for answering them, so that I can go and seek out partners that can help us with that. A good example is a couple years ago, actually the first time we, we officially wrote down our learning agenda, I realized that we had like a ton of questions related to educator preparation because we knew it was something we were going to be doing more policy work in and we really just had a lot of opportunities to learn and we had nobody lined up to help us with it. So we ended up uh, seeking out a partner. It ended up being the Calder Center led by Dan Goldhaber um, to help us with that line of study and we're now a couple years into a pretty robust partnership with them. But even with the smaller projects that aren't these sort of bigger multi-year type things, we work hard to ensure that even on those projects, our research partners are connected well enough to our program offices that the program offices are invested in the project. They really want that work done. They view it as shared work, and they have personal relationships. If we're going to invest the time and effort into a research project, we want it to be a need to have, not just a nice to have. And it really helps when the program offices are more involved in um, developing the research questions. A quick follow-up for you, Carrie. Am I right that your office is helping program offices in the department to both build evidence and use evidence. Uh, the build evidence is structuring evaluations, for example. The use evidence is connecting those offices with existing credible research. Yes, and I think we as a field of researchers need to focus much more on the building than the using. Because the, the thing I think about is that the big advantage of working with educators is that they're people who love learning. And that's what research is about, it's about learning, right? So if you can get people invested in building evidence, learning about their own work, I think in the end it gets you a lot farther than sort of being like, go, quote, use evidence that already exists. Um, I just think it feels more genuine to people. It feels more relevant. And in the end, you'll get to them being interested in wanting to use other existing evidence, but you'll get there from a more authentic path, I think, than if you just sort of say you have to do an evidence-based practice. 
I've been thinking as you've been speaking, Carrie, about some of the similarities between what you all have done at the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education and what the Department of Labor did during the Obama administration. Just very briefly, what DOL did was a three-pronged strategy. They launched a chief evaluation office. They had a budget set aside. 0.5% of funds uh, flowed to evaluation activities. And third, they had a requirement that every operating agency, every bureau, in other words, within DOL, um, create a learning agenda. Well, it sounds pretty similar. Um, The learning agenda idea is pretty similar to what we're doing. I don't have a dedicated line item as a general rule to this, but I've, like I said, I think our experience with Race to the Top really did convince our program staff that it's worth investing some money in this. And of course, there's increasing, as you know, there's a lot more grants available for research practice partnerships and for especially impact studies where you can randomize and those kind of things. So we may not have tons of funding for every single thing I would love to do, but we have increasingly been able to find either internal or external capacity to help us answer these questions. That's useful. Carrie, congratulations to you and your team for all you've done there in Massachusetts. And thanks for sharing some of your insights with us. Thank you so much, Andy. I really appreciate it.